Hello, I'm Scott Soshman. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast where, let's see if he does it he this won't. time. We. He didn't. You did. He's dressed up today, though. I like it. Tie. Ed board meeting. Ed board Ooh. meeting. Yeah. I like it, man. Uh, we're going to explore the big money issues in the world of sports, we like do. we always do. Yeah. So today, and worlds collided. It wasn't just movies last night. Well, yeah. Is well, two things collide. Yeah. So when you talk about the Academy Awards, you also kind of have to blend in Serena Williams. We'll get to that. Well, we'll get to so, that. Yeah. But there yeah. was a very sports-heavy presence at the Academy Awards. <laughs> Somebody who always sits in the front row for the Knicks game. Yeah. Let's just say <laughs> you're a Knicks fan. Let's just say, and you're a little torn. You know, you don't have picture in picture. You don't have two TVs. You, you think you see on Twitter they're doing pretty well, but you want to see what's going on at the, at the award ceremony. Samuel L. Jackson hooked you up. First of all, Spike, so glad you're sitting down. Um, after 18 consecutive home losses, the Knicks won tonight. I repeat, the Knicks won tonight, defeating San Antonio 130 to 118. You know why they won? They scored more points. No, you know why? Because I know a certain person in this room made a, let's say, a little friendly bet oh. that the Spurs would win that game. You did really? Yes, I did. Really? Yeah, I mean, look, the Knicks hadn't won a game. Ran- at random home. game in the NBA, and, you're, and you're... there was nothing random about this. They hadn't Evan, won a game. Evan, at home. How much? What's, since what's early the Gambler's December? Anonymous phone number? Should we give <laughs> it out just for fun? How much did you lose? I I bet like. Forty dollars. Oh, All right, brutal. but but really, there was a lot of sports presence. One, like who knew the Mahershala Ali, best supporting yeah. actor. Did you know before the Oscars that he played point guard at St. Mary's? No, I did not know. I that. knew that. Yeah, I, I didn't. Mahershala know Gilbert at the time. Mahershala. Mahershala. Okay. See, I didn't watch the Oscars. I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see any of these movies. I'll say it up front. Didn't see any of them. Did not know. But. Uh, St. Mary's. Uh, apparently a, a tenacious defender from uh, the, the beat reporters who covered the team back right. then that were, that were tweeting last night. So wow. not only a supporting actor, but a supporting defender, too. I, I, I had no clue that, that he was... Well, so there's a tie. And then the big one, besides Samuel L. Jackson mentioning the Knicks and Spike Lee winning, but Serena Williams voiced over the Nike ad. Right. If we show emotion, we're called dramatic. If we want to play against men, we're nuts. Which seems to be going viral. And that, Eben, she was at the Super Bowl. Yeah, she, she did, did a ad. Bumble ad for the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I mean, the. A lot of Serena Williams. Nike used her in an ad during the Oscars. She's obviously part of their 30th anniversary Don't do, Just Do It campaign. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's everywhere. Now, Barr, and, and for good you. reason. Yeah, I ask you. And perfect for that ad. So yeah, But I ask you, because voiceovers are not easy. You don't just read it, but no, she was don't. really good. No, like, she was the, very good. At I don't know. I wonder how many takes it. Well, I don't know, but it'd be it'd be interesting to find out. She was right on point, uh, on pace. On, she was really good. See, and this is why all the stuff that happened last week with Williamson, this is going to wind up being a blip on the radar because it already, it already is. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it, it, Nike is going to be Nike. Nike has what between Nike, Nike go to and Jordan. All their products, what ninety percent uh, of LeBron? Yeah, I mean all of that. It's it's, it's they'll get through what happened. Last well, why don't we you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of Nike 
content and product aimed at women this year. Uh, Mark Parker, their their CEO, has said it explicitly. Uh, they're very involved with the Women's World Cup that's happening this year. Uh, women's, uh, from a business standpoint, their women's apparel and women's women's shoes are growing at a much faster rate than, than their men's apparel and men's shoes. This is a big opportunity for Nike, and they're going to press it hard. Not just Nike. I had a finance guy. I can't say who because... He was looking at buying the WNBA's New York Liberty, which, as we know, went to Joe Thai Sports. Um, but also rolling it up with the National Women's Soccer League team. Um, this particular finance guy sees great promise and an ability to right off the bat do better with women's sports, to move the needle quickly and make some money. Yeah, 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 and, and and you're right. Nike's not alone in that, but you're going to start seeing it more and more, and it fits with kind of the social, social movement content. of the time. There, there yeah. you go. You have the Kaepernick yeah. jersey, which sold out. This is about empowering women. Yes. To, to go back to the Oscars real quick, just just to close it out. Also worth mentioning for the third straight year, the best documentary went to a sports film. That's right. Uh, it was OJ Made in America in 2016, 2017. It was Icarus, the, the great cycling doping movie. Uh, and this year, 2018, uh, Free Solo, the, the the movie about Alex Hunold, the, the best climber in the world, uh, and his ropeless climb of the 3,000-foot the rock face in El Cap. Uh, if you guys have not seen it, uh, I highly recommend it. My wife is deep into the Oscars. And by the way, she gave me the uh This is the movie. her day this is her Daytona five hundred. This is her Daytona five hundred. And she gave me the the winning movie. She said it was going to be Green Book. Mm. So I, I made a little prop bet. Oh god. And, and <laughs> to I, offset, got a to offset what happened. <laughs> and and I won that. But long odds on this movie, right? It was well, not well, the no, favorite. No, well, no, it was not the favorite. Roma, Roma was, was the, the favorite. Right, right. But this was like plus two fifty when I made the bet. That's long odds. There was also the this for the first time you could bet on the Oscars in in New Jersey. I don't know, Michael, if you were betting like, through a DraftKings site or anything like that. But they um, there was some some curious movement about best director. Yeah, one got taken off the board. Guy who was forty to one to start the day was bet down to three to one at a yeah. number of books. Right. A lot of books took him off. He and was they didn't the, even win. He was the, the, favorite dire- one. the director of uh, yeah. of the favorite. Um, and yes, he didn't win in the end, but that would have been uh, that would have been quite the mini scandal, I think. Speaking if, of uh, mini scandals, oh, oh, segue for Barr. Didn't have my. to think. Yeah, yeah, I'm clapping for myself. Oh boy, <laughs> Robert Kraft, as you know, the New England Patriots owner. He was one of 25 people who uh, has been accused of soliciting prostitution in Jupiter, Florida, where Police Chief Daniel Kerr announced the charges to reporters on Friday. He is one of the individuals. He is. Uh, That would be Mr. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots? Yes, sir. And what is he being charged with? He's being charged with the same offenses as the the others, and that is soliciting another to commit prostitution. And it's part of a probe that spans multiple agencies and includes video evidence from inside the Orchids of Asia massage parlor. I'm just saying kudos to the journalist for not just... The uh, assumption. So, yeah. Who, who the, who's the who? Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, the owner the of the Robert New England. Kraft. The one with the owner. Yes. Okay. Now I can, you know, oh. I can put it out there. Kudos for not assuming anything. That, you know, it, it, yes, I know there are the, the sophomores jokes, and I know that all that's been floating all about there. But there are two major issues here. One, uh, I, the sex trafficking part of it. You know, it's Which like he is one, not involved in. He's not involved. I want to clarify yeah, that. Yeah. He's not involved in that. Uh, but two, which can impact him big time, is that the league and Roger Goodell can say, you know what, Bob, 
you need to park it for uh, a couple of games. I, I did an interview with, I, I forgot who it was over the weekend, and they were asking me, is there any financial impact to the Patriots? And I said, zilch, zada, none. None. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, it's, oh, do you think the fans care? The sponsors won't care. He's the owner. I, I, I just, I don't see any material impact on the team here. Let's say he has to pay a $500,000 fine. Okay. Let's say Bob Kraft can't go to the first two, three, four, five, six, whatever. Okay. And so how is this? I don't see sponsors fleeing the Patriots. They don't want any brand association with Kraft and the team. I, I Still, despite all that's gone on, give me the one word that pops into your head, by the way, Bar. If somebody says New England Patriots and you've had Spygate, now you got this, you've had some whatever, what's the one word that pops into your mind? Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. Excellence. Winning. Yep. Right? Those yep. are the words that you associate with this franchise. And those are the kinds of things that companies like to be associated with. I, I, I hate to say it like this, but it, let's keep in mind now, Robert Kraft is a single man, and he's, he's, he's not married. He has a girlfriend, uh, I guess apparently half his age. And there are some people who are thinking, way to go, Robert. Now, that might be a very caveman kind of thought from some people, but I was reading some of these things uh, as you go down, you see the posts from after the story and this and that, whatever. The comment section. The comment section. <laughs> Straight to Never the comments. Never read the comments yeah, I, section. I agree with you, but these, these people Bob. are like cheering them on, and it, it, it it's, I don't know what to make of that. I, think, I mean, these are... To put, I mean, these are two misdemeanors, right? How many NFL players have had misdemeanors? How many average people, normal people in any kind of job have had misdemeanors? It's not, it's not as big a deal, I think, as a lot of people jump to conclusions when they when they saw the headline. That said, I do think it creates a, a very interesting kind of dynamic within the league Goodell, itself. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. Goodell is Roger Robert Kraft is one of the the most powerful NFL owners. He sits on the the comp the, the the committee that determines well, he also Roger Goodell's Roger salary. They had a very public yeah. feud during Deflategate. Uh, the, oh, there's there's a yes. lot of I got the wrong gates. There were multiple <laughs> gates. The other Patriots I, I, gate. Um, <laughs> multiple gates, and still excellence is what comes to mind. You you have to assume because the, the personal conduct policy the NFL's policy that, that pertains to referees, owners, players, etc., explicitly states that owners are held to a higher level. There has to be some sort of punishment here. I think, Scott, you mentioned the $500,000 fine. That certainly seems like what, what might be in the ballpark here, maybe a suspension. This is a tough position for Roger Goodell to be in as the judge, jury, and executioner of all things personnel-related around the NFL to now have to turn that sight on you know, you know one of his bosses, do? You know what I would right? do here? If I'm Robert Kraft, like, the biggest thing here might be just the embarrassment of the whole thing for Bob Kraft. I'm not kidding you. If I'm Bob Kraft, when I come back from whatever penalty, if, it, if there is a suspension, I open up the end zone tunnel, and I come through in one of those, like, Maximus Aurelius, the pull horse-drawn carriage. Or orchids on your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, No, no. Horse-pulled, hair-flowing. That place would go ape. And they'd be chanting, Bob, Bob, Bob. No, they, they, I'm telling you, they love the guy in Boston. Exactly. Thumbs up. They love the guy. <laughs> what One quick thing I should add, too, because there's another sports related to this uh, before we go on to the next topic. The husband of an LPGA player was also apparently caught up in this. 
So I did not see. I that that's a that's another part of it. So and obviously a story that will continue to follow. There there are at least reports out there, and and the police have at least suggested that there are a lot more names that are going to yes. come out in conjunction with this. Yes. Now speaking of names, let's bar do this one. <laughs> speaking of names, uh, okay, I'm going to take a stab at yes. it. Yes, Kepa Ariza Balaga. There you go. Not bad. That's the goalie for Chelsea. Goalie for Chelsea, highest paid goalie in the world, came over from Bilbao. Now, he would not leave the field when his manager told him, hey, we got to call for a substitution. A little, little backstory that they were in extra time against Manchester City, and he had been cramping. So the coach didn't want him in the shootout. So you had to get him out of the game. So, you know, they walk to the midfield. The guy comes out with the little sign with the numbers, the whole thing. And the goalie just wouldn't leave. He can't be like, nope. Nope, he's waving fingers. I'm fine. Go, get out of here. Coach, assistant coach is like, what's going on? Get off the... Nope, wouldn't leave. This was a this was that macho moment, man, that happened. I mean, the, the way they're trying to sell it as it yeah, was a big a, misunderstanding. A spin, I wasn't trying to not listen to the coach. I was just trying to tell him I was okay. I could do it. He but claimed this that, coach was not happy. Yeah, he claimed that he did not know that he was actually being subbed off. He just claimed that he was, you know, waving his arms and letting them know that he was okay. So the guy at the midfield line with the, the with number the, with thing, the board out, yeah, 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 the board, no, he didn't know. No, he, that wasn't a clue. He was, oh man, I mean, this, it was quite a scene in a year, by the way, for things have been tough for Chelsea. It has, <laughs> has not been a great year for Chelsea. And Roman Abramovich can't even go to his games. It may sell the team, may sell a part of the team, but then you have your goalie just showing up the coach. I'm not coming out. And this was the finals of the of the League Cup yeah. at, at Wembley, I believe. Uh, and they went, so, you know, he stayed on the field. Maurizio Sarri, the Chelsea manager, not happy about it. Uh, they went into a shootout and Chelsea lost. Yeah, but he did make one save. So he made a save on another one. He didn't quite have the effort they would have liked, but... They lost. I feel like this this happens in the NBA often, right? I mean, I feel like I've seen videos of LeBron refusing to come out of yeah, games before. Substitutions that... in the NBA are a little, I don't know, they're a little less public in a way. It's just sort of like, he'd be like, eh, I'm okay. And the, and the coach is okay. This yeah, this was, happened 40, I mean, 45 yards away. Yeah. The game came to a halt while like trying to figure out, dude, are you leaving the game or not? Like the coach is, it's you. Yeah, you get off. Yeah. Well, I, this was him just trying to tough it out. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We tough it out here every Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And I read you in line, but I couldn't uh, uh, help it. Uh, all right, it was been, a great segue. Uh, all right, I've been go up. You know, I'm skipping right by me because he read my line. That's good. Thank you. And uh, we're here with Scott Sosnick. <laughs> yeah, and that's Evan Scott Sosnick. Just keep going, Mark. Keep, keep going, buddy. Finish it up. <laughs> well, do the world of money and sports. No, now. finish it up, Mark. All right. It's all you. Once, uh, you can say that guy's name really well. You can just keep going. Fine. Arisabalaga. <laughs> For Evan, he'll join us again, too, at the end of the week when we speak with Angela Ruggiero. Yep. Did I say that right? There you, you go. go. Okay. So, wait, let me get this right. Ruggiero, you struggle with, but Arisabalaga comes right off, uh, rolls off the target. <laughs> You're listening to, this, is why, this is why they don't give me sharp objects. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world, online, where you get your podcasts. 